This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, and welcome to Transcend with Nat. I'm Nat, I'm your host tonight, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas here. Uh, We have our Christmas tree with our Christmas lights, and we have the lights up on our house, and it's it's a wonderful time of year. It's been a little intense lately for me and my life. A lot of, just a lot of stuff happening all at once. Um, But I thought that tonight maybe we would discuss, keep it Christmassy and keep it in that line of energy. Um, And that, which for me is a very wonderful energy, very loving and uplifting energy. Um, One of the things that I have been uh, exposed to, I've been part of in some way, um, more in a support role, is that there's someone I know who has dealt with a person in their life uh, who has been particularly cruel to them in the past, abusive um, psychologically, and this person um, recently had a, a situation where they had built different walls or uh, boundaries so that the person who um, who acted in that way towards them uh, had a, a much more limited um, access to be able to get to them. And part of that, that the person that I... Uh, was talking to and that that I was um, observing this process with, um, she had done a lot of work with this abusive person inside of her and gotten that person to much better place. And that's something that I look at in terms of uh, when you're dealing with a situation, a person, something like that, that isn't working for you, um, that isn't bringing upliftment uh, or is really causing a lot of disturbance, a lot of um, negative experience, uh, that you can remove yourself if you can. You can remove yourself from that situation. And it's not against the other person as much as it's uh, for it's for both you and the other person is for the highest good. And the way I look at that is that you can, each person dwells inside of you. And so sometimes we need, uh, when we're, especially when we're dealing with people who can be abusive um, or uh, cruel or that type of person in our lives, that if we can move ourselves so that we're not exposed to that, then we can work inside of ourselves to restore that person within us so that where we're holding that person is in a good place inside of us. And sometimes that's a lot easier uh, when you've removed yourself from the situation and created certain boundaries so that that person um, can't get close enough to you in your life to destroy how you 
have um, how you experience them in a good place inside of you. And so recently um, this person had, there was something that came up that uh, there was an option for them to get re-engaged with uh, the person that they had not, that, that had been abusive towards them and they chose not to. And, um, and it was, be, and it was a very stressful situation, very stressful decision, uh, because these things usually come in ways that um, that trigger us, that make us want to engage again into that kind of um, abusive cycle, abusive situation. And what does all of this have to do with Christmas? Well, I'm getting to that. So there's a seminar that I came across, and uh, and Jr touches on it and you'll hear it towards the end of this of this excerpt which i'm going to play and jr is john roger my spiritual teacher who i lived and worked with for 17 years um until he passed and he has some great seminars and, and this seminar which i'm going to play for you uh, a excerpt and it's about a 10 minute excerpt i think maybe even a little more is called Doubting the Ever-Present Christ, with a question mark at the end. And in it, he covers a lot of different areas, which I think um, are really great and, and to the point of this season, and a different look, perhaps, than the traditional, a very different look, than the traditional religious look at um, what all that is, and, and Christmas, and the Christ, and and that experience within us and how we can work with that. And one of the things he does touch on is um, how someone is inside of you. And one of the things that Jerry used to say um, would ask me and, and ask those people who were close to him, uh, he would say, how am I inside of you? How am I doing inside of you? So he'd say, Nat, how am I doing inside of you? And then, and I think that's a really, it's a really interesting way and purposefully so of asking that question because um, he wasn't asking, how are we doing? How are we doing out here? It was how is he inside of me? Uh, because truly all relationships are inside of us. And he knew that very, I mean, he, he's the one who taught me that he's the one who said that. And it, it really, it, there's a great truth in that. And so how, if all relationships are inside of us, then it is our responsibility in how we are relating to each person in our lives. Because that, it, if it's all inside of us, then it's our responsibility, which is great because instead of trying to change, which is the natural thing. And I am, I raise my hand, I raise both hands on this, trying to, especially with people close, is that we attempt to change the other person out there. And really the relationship with them is inside of you. How you hold them inside of you is your relationship to them, is um, how you experience it. And so, you become responsible for that. And so it allows you to change that. And sometimes like in the situation I talked about at the beginning um, with this woman and, 
and the person that had been uh, had an abusive cycle in their relationship um, sometimes it's better that you are not physically close to someone so that you can restore that relationship to them inside of you and have it in a good place which is really important because if you're not if you hold that negativity within you towards that person that hurt that anger um, and you don't work that through and let it go and use tools and techniques to heal that then you are just really hurting yourself and you are the one who's dealing with with that inside of you, um, whether it's positive or negative. And ideally we work in forgiveness and letting go and we work in a way that allows us to um, hold more and more of the light of the goodness inside of us with all of that. Um, so. I'm going to play for you uh, this J.R. John Roger excerpt, and um, and then we'll all talk a little bit more about it with you. So here we go. God loves all of its creation. Whew. Not one soul will be lost. Now, I got a whole 300,000 or 30 million group out there that's going to come after me and call me names. Well, you know, they're probably not going to be anything I haven't been called before, but that's okay. And they're probably going to have a lot of accuracy in that. I was in San Francisco, and I was talking to somebody. I said, I have been called just about everything by experts. I said, and I'm still around, plugging around. And she got all through, and she said, you're an earth maker. And I said, yeah, I think you've ruined my whole storyline because I used to say I've been called everything but a nice guy and somebody came up and said, you're a nice guy. And then I didn't have any more stories. See, she took it away. Now she gave it back. I'm called an earth maker. I got to get a hold of her to find out what does that mean because there's enough ink blots floating around space. I don't want to do another one. In fact, it is let's get off this one and let's get off whatever we're on. Let's just get off that. Because if you take a position, regardless of how valid that position is, regardless of how true it was yesterday, today that position stands as your crucifixion. And you will be crucified on your position by yourself internally because of the fears and the worries. Now we all know that none of us want to be crucified alone, so we'll get a group to go with us. It's going to hurt just as bad in a group as it does by yourself. How many of you ever had a headache? Okay, let's just do this. How many of you have a headache right now? Okay, it's four, five, six, half a dozen. Now that you people raised your hand, does it make your headache go away knowing that the other people have a headache? See, the thing of it is, is that you still got it. No matter how many else has got it, you still got it. In fact, when my father died of cancer, somebody said, well, gee, there's a lot of people dying of cancer. I said, well, what's the justification in that? That it's okay because a lot of people are doing it? And the person looked at me in a rather troubled look like, I don't want you to feel bad. I said, I don't feel bad. I figured he's going to die sometime. You know, that, that's the method. That's the method. Do I care? Didn't do any good to care. Does the spirit care? 
Well, if it did, they'd had him die of old age, laying down a nice, quiet thing, listening to his favorite music, you know, or something else that he really would want, but it didn't work that way. And I've heard a lot of people say, oh, they died such a terrible death. Well, the person's gone. It's gone. I was listening to this evangelist preacher. He said, I don't believe anybody has died, gone and seen the Lord, and come back here to tell about it. That kind of perked me up. <laughs> he said, I believe that when you die and you go to heaven, you're not going to want to come back here for anything. And I believe that one. So I teach a concept of being alive in the spirit while you're walking in the flesh. And everybody goes, oh, I would like that. That will be so wonderful to be alive in the spirit while I'm walking in the flesh. And you find out that that can also be miserable because here you are in the spirit just loving and caring and you've got an ingrown toenail. And every time you step, you walk funny and it hurts. Or the business is going bad. Or something else has happened and all along you've been in the spirit. Well, see, the thing of it is, is you didn't get high enough. There is this thing called get up as high as you possibly can. I have a beautiful friend who has told me that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I said, that's wonderful. And he says, and what do you think of that? I said, therefore, I don't have to die for them. And he said, that's not the approach. <laughs> I said, the approach is I am to be contrite, repentant, and change. He said, yes. I said, I did that a long time ago, and I'm still working on it. I said, now that you're already perfect, he says, no, I'm not perfect. I said, now that I'm perfect, he said, you're not perfect. I said, I'm still working on it. And he said, but you understand that when I accepted Christ as my personal Savior, I was forgiven. I said, that's wonderful, but did you forget all your sins? And he said, no. I said, then you must forgive yourself by forgetting and coming into the presence of light and love and laughter and joy. He said, wait a minute, what do you do? I said, I may be forgiven, but I'm on my way to see who forgave me. I don't have time to look at the shadows that is being cast by the bright light that shines upon me and cast a shadow and the closer I get to that bright light, the more there's going to be a big shadow cast. The more the impact that you're going to have as you come towards the bright light of God, the more impact you're going to have upon people and the more you will be accused of the one who brings the darkness. And there will be truth in that because you're going towards the light. But see, that's just a partial truth. When you go towards the light, there is more light added to that light. And it's going to make it easier if every one of us here now could move into God in that bright light. There would be more light spread across this planet for more people to come into that. And there would be less fighting in the shadows of our own darkness and despair. You see, a beautiful thing was said about Jesus. He was the light of the world. That means there was no darkness in him. 
If there's no darkness in him, that means he was not a negative creator. If there's not a negative creator, it means he didn't have any little children of darkness inside of him called lust, addictions, despair, hurt, anguish. When he overcame the world, he overcame negative creation. It only takes one person to walk on water to show you it can be done. And it took one person to overcome the world to show it can be done if Jesus Christ is, was the only one that can do what he did, then his life was a total waste. And there's no need for us to even follow it, come close to it, recognize it, idolize it, romanticize it, or anything else, unless there's a chance we can get in on it and move on it in our own timing, in our own way. Do you understand that? Why waste your time having something that you can't have. Why waste your time going towards something that is going to be denied you because it's not there? When Jesus Christ said, Lo, I am with you even unto the end, I hear preachers saying, He's in the glory of heaven on God's right hand side. How can He be with us? Well, the kingdom of heaven is within us. God is within us. He's on the right side in the kingdom of heaven. Oh, well then why do they keep looking up there for him? Because it said in the Bible, as you see him go in a cloud, you'll see him appear. What kind of a cloud did they see him go in? Well, I don't know, it's out there in the sky. You don't see it out there in the sky, you see it in your head. I don't see you out there in the room, I see you in my head. You're here inside of me. And in there is where I see you, in there is where you have your coming and your going. In there is where you have your peace and your quiet. Now, how I am inside of you is your problem. How you are inside of me is my problem. I handle you inside of me real well. Real well. Why? Handling me by myself is full time. I don't bring anybody else in there. That's going to take away from my full time experience of walking with peace and joy and happiness. I'll move out to deal and then move back to live. Too many people move out to deal, get caught up in the deal, and live out there. And it hurts. And this world will see you as darkness, will see you as everything except the one brilliant thing that you are. And that is the perfect Christ in the making. The perfect one. The perfect one is not going to live on this physical planet. It's going to live in the spiritual realms. When you have your eyes attuned to the spirit, you will see Christ everywhere. And you may seem recognizable as Jesus the Christ everywhere. Because it is everywhere. Some people want to particularize it make it a certain special thing label identify hold a pigeonhole put it over here then when I want I can turn and get it then when I don't want I can leave it there and then do these other things this thing that I talk about that I deal with is not a philosophy or a religion or a one day a week approach it is breathing in and breathing out it is your life 
in its eternalness right now. So that excerpt was from John Rogers' seminar, Doubting the Ever-Present Christ. And you can get that whole seminar at msia.org. There's so much in that little excerpt. Um, Obviously, as we move into this Christmas season, one of the key messages uh, was in each person becoming the Christ. Uh, He also touched on what I was discussing before the excerpt of how are you inside of me and, and working to have people inside of you in, in a good place because that's yours to work. Um, also just one of the things that it reminded me of, and I'll throw this up on my blog, uh, during in this post of this episode, uh, is one of the first pictures that J.R signed to me of himself he wrote keep your eyes toward the light and i think that was a key in the message um that was being said is that you know it's nice um that about forgiveness but he's on the way to find the one who forgave him and a lot of that is keeping our eyes to the light towards the light to look towards the light Um, that we are all Christ in the making. And so we'll have Harry the Christ and Mary the Christ and all these different little Christs running around. Uh, And the more we can move ourselves into that consciousness and into that awareness. And once again, the key was said in that just about how, where it is, where it is, where all this is, it's all inside of you. And, um, we talked about spiritual exercises and going inside and, and these episodes and, um, meditating and going, doing spiritual exercises, going to that, uh, point inside and moving into that, Um, awareness more and more and as you understand the inner teachings as you awaken them inside of you through experiencing them uh, then these um, sacred scriptures these scriptures from uh, various philosophies and cultures uh, um, will have take on different meanings so when people talk about the clouds that the Christ comes in the clouds that Jesus comes in the clouds, that uh, he's not talking about some cloud out in the sky. It is within you. And so really during this Christmas season, as that energy comes more present and touches in once again on the earth in this time of year, uh, that you touch inside of you to that and keep your eyes towards the light and um, become and be and exist at more and more in the awareness of the truth of who you truly are. And like Jer said, you know, if, if Jesus was the only one who could do what he did, then it was really a waste and we should just ignore that. But as long as uh, he was an example and, and just like JR was an example to me in my life and all the experiences I had with him where um, we look to those who carry um, 
that torch and as an example of of what we can strive for inside of ourselves in our own life so that we can live more in that consciousness and by doing that uh, it lights up the world and we become those lights in the world and as more and more of us focus on that uh, there's more and more light that we can all share in this world anyway so i hope that as the christmas time draws near and the new year draws near that you can take some time and go into that place within you god bless you all and as um, jr ended most of his seminars he said beirush beishan which means the blessings already are and it is just ours to move our awareness towards them and recognize them and you all are the blessings. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. And I look forward to um, speaking to you next time. And if you have any questions or any thoughts or anything, feel free to get me at uh, write me uh, at my website, transcend.online. You can get me there. <laughs>